0: Hello and welcome to Deepdale podcast May 2023. We're almost halfway through the year. I can't quite believe it really. And we're uh, very definitely into the early stages of summer, although the weather hasn't quite been told. I'm really pleased to say that we welcome three different interviewees to the Deepdale podcast this month. I start with a chat with Iona Lane, who is coming to play A gig in the Brick Barn at the end of May, on the 27th of May. And then I chat with my sister Anna, who is going to give us some updates on Deepdale Farm and uh, the organic status and the way that the various countryside craft courses are developing. And particularly on Open Farm Sunday, which is a brilliant free event that you should come along to and learn more about farming generally. And then lastly, but certainly not least, is Chris getting very excited about the Deepdale Festival lineup, that the incredible Deepdale Festival lineup that he has put together with in- amazing, amazing artists. Uh, yet again, he seems to um seems to outdo himself each year. Um, so yeah, I won't spoil that excitement because Chris, as you know, can get very passionate about these wonderful artists enjoy the listen please do subscribe please do tell anybody you know about our podcast and you should be able to find it on any decent podcast app Uh, just search for deepdale podcast and enjoy listen thanks very much for joining us
1: skies, all open wide, geese go high and over, oh now you're a beachcomber, fistful of sand fire, See? lavender, sea.
0: So it's Deepdale podcast. It's May. We have a fantastic gig coming up at the end of this month. It's a bank holiday weekend. It's a very relaxed time. And yeah, Iona Lane is coming to join us. She is an artist, one of the many artists that Chris sees um, when he travels around and sees gigs. But he's been wanting to host Iona at Deepdale for a while. And this is his his moment um so she's coming to stay uh to play on the 27th of may It's gonna be fantastic brick barn gig um you'll bring your band is that right
1: yes i have a um another musician with me we're coming as a duo fantastic. Um a wonderful musician called malin lewis they're a, a fiddler piper and whistle player so it's going to be a big variety of instruments on stage
0: fantastic so only two of you but a massive range of things so yeah. i should probably we should say a proper hello i know welcome to the deep Dog podcast
1: <laughs> hello how are you doing
0: yeah good good so you're you're staying staying up north at the moment in between gigs is that right
1: yeah i so i've uh very recently started the main bulk of my touring um so i'm staying with my parents who are sort of on the lancashire north yorkshire border at the moment, and. Uh, I don't know whether you can hear outside but all the birds are tweeting away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. And um you know is the are you well into the uh, tour are you have you got quite a few days left what's you know is it leading through till the end of May or further beyond?
1: Yeah, so I'm essentially pretty full until the end of May and then um playing some gigs in the Highlands in June. Um lovely. which is going to be really lovely. Um but yeah, I've done 3 of 3 gigs so far and um I guess this is my first sort of proper big chunk of touring since COVID and um, it's really nice. I like, I feel very alive already. um, Because for me going and playing gigs is that's, that's the bit I really love. I really love that process of like sharing stories and music with people and having stories and music given back to me as well. Sort of the sort of chatting to people after gigs and, um, them coming up and being like, oh, that really resonated with me or, um, oh, have you come across this or check this band out? And that sort of process of sharing with the audience is just really, really beautiful.
0: That's fantastic. And how long have you been doing music for? Is it something that you've always done, kind of right from a small, uh, small child? Or is it something that you've, you've kind of developed later on in life?
1: Hmm, good question. So I, I had singing lessons going through secondary school and um, I decided to take GCSE music, and at that point, my my teacher, um, he was essentially like, "Oh, you know, you should listen to Joni Mitchell and Nick Drake and John Martin." And, Good choices. Um, yeah, and you know, have you considered like accompanying yourself? Because I, I was training classically at the time, um, but I think he could hear that I had quite folky elements in my voice. Um, and I, from that sort of point, I sort of picked up guitar then so I guess I was sort of 15, 16 um, when I sort of really started going okay I'm going to write some songs now Um, and then it just sort of happened really naturally really organically and then it was like oh I have to decide if I'm going to uni and if I am what am I going to study and then that sort of like progressed into oh okay I'm going to go do music which wasn't my I was going to originally study chemistry so quite quite different <laughs>
0: quite a change yeah yeah that's very is, definitely yeah. yeah
1: um but it was just like it just kind of happened really naturally and it was like okay that's no that is where i'm going and that's what I, that's what i'm doing with my life kind of thing
0: yeah. excellent that's fantastic and and the process of writing for you like do you can you see the song being performed or is it something that kind of just Tip bits come together. You know, how does the process work for you? You know, I find it fascinating how everybody different. Some people seem to write in seconds, and other people it takes you know months, work, years, work.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are definitely songs that um can like I, th- I might sit down and they'll happen in the space of twenty minutes, and it's like whoa, a song out of nowhere. Um, but then there is also, I guess, the majority of my writing is. Um, stems from like stories or places I've visited in that have sort of strong links to the natural world and um it might be like a bit of folklore that I discovered when I was out walking in the hills kind of thing um and I tend to sit on those ideas for quite a long time so I have like a whole bank of things that I possibly want to write about and I spend a lot of time like researching through sifting through books or through the internet trying to find information about different places and um the the stories that come from those places. And um yeah, if I've been out in a landscape that I really enjoy, that normally like draws me in to concentrate on a certain a certain thing, a certain aspect of a place. Um and then I I suppose it probably takes me a couple of years really to like go from having initial ideas of oh this would make a good song or I think I could do something with this to finding a guitar part that I think does does the sentiment and the piece justice to them writing lyrics to them being able to perform it so it is like quite a long it feels like a long process um yeah yeah but yeah it's yeah it's nice when it Finally lands on its feet, <laughs> and I have something new and ready to ready to go. And um, yeah, I know a lot of songwriters tend to write um, like they have loads and loads and loads of songs on the go at once. Um, but I'm quite different uh, in that sense. Like I, I might be working on one or two things, and you know, I tend to only really finish something if I'm sort of wholeheartedly convinced that it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah it's going to be good um yeah. cuz i find yeah is quite challenging for me
0: yeah yeah interesting and and how was how was lockdown stuff did was that an incredibly frustrating creative time or was it a very productive creative time
1: hmm it was definitely a mix um i guess like i was saying earlier for me gigging is what i really really love so obviously that couldn't happen and um but there were, it was, it was really nice to have the space to be like, okay, I could try something new or, um, learn some new folk songs and write some more music. Um, so I had a couple of sort of commissions come in around that time as well, which was really nice. Um, they gave me deadlines, uh, which was very important during lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And sort of like, Oh, I'll just finish that tomorrow kind of thing. Well, um, so yeah, it was good. Though, and actually, some of my some of the songs that I'm most happy with came from having a, either an external deadline or from that, having that space during COVID to sort of sit down and be like, okay, what what am I actually saying a bit more here?
0: Yeah, what emotions do you go through when you're prepping to go on stage? Are you kind of do you get sort of stage fright, and then that becomes kind of like just exhilaration or or are you just very confident when you step up on that stage i'm always fascinated in that
1: yeah i it really depends actually um so i was quite i was thinking the the first three gigs i did on this on this first little leg of my tour um going into the first gig i was quite nervous um but not I, i wouldn't say it was like it wasn't really intense to the extent where I thought it affected my performance. Um, and, but then the other gigs, it's like, no, this just feels really natural now. And this is really, um, this is just what I do. And I think I've just reached quite a nice point where it's like, okay, for most gigs, I just feel really comfortable going on stage and, um, chatting to people before. And that's a really nice, place to be um I mean there are definitely still some gigs some sort of bigger gigs or uh some gigs where you know there might be someone that I know is really important in the audience (laughs) where I'm like trying to control the the nerves um but yeah generally it's just a I feel excited before going on stage and sort of almost chomping at the bit ready to perform I guess
0: that's cool. Excellent. So what can people expect from your gig on the 27th of May? What you know, what are they what are they coming to see if if you know if they're coming up to Deepdale?
1: Yeah, so um I suppose like I was saying earlier a lot of my songs are inspired by landscapes and the environment and folk tales and how how humans fit into that and um so yeah, you'll hear a lot of songs about different places that I've travelled to generally around the UK and uh sort of wild landscapes that kind of that kind of vibe um there'll be lots of storytelling and uh i might ask the audience to sing along at a few points as well <laughs> excellent
0: excellent if they
1: like um yeah and i'm going to be accompanied by Malin lewis who like i was saying they're an amazing uh fiddle player and piper from the highlands um so it's really lovely to have them with me as well yeah. and yeah it's going to be really lovely i think yeah gonna be awesome. well people
0: are gonna the people who come to stay with us and come to our gigs are that sort of wonderful mix of um music lovers and uh, outdoor enthusiasts so you know your music could not be more perfectly suited to that kind of you know that situation so they get to enjoy fantastic music and it's all about these amazing landscapes that they get to see so i think that'll be you know it's a, it's going to be a perfect combination really and uh, really looking forward to uh, really looking forward to you coming uh, coming to play have you have you ever played in norfolk before have you are you a regular to the county
1: i have played in norwich
0: uh-huh
1: and um, which i'm that is in Norfolk, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. Yes. It's our capital. It's our capital <laughs> and, and our yeah, um sometimes good and, it and it. sometimes awful uh, football team. So yes. <laughs> yeah. But
1: apart from that I haven't actually and it's gonna be really exciting and lovely to explore and I'll be looking for recommendations for places to go walking and what I should be seeing and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's gonna be it's it's very new for me and that's exciting and uh yeah that's also one of the really cool bits about being a musician is just traveling around and being able to gig in beautiful places and yeah yeah, lapping up different landscapes and different sort of bits of geography I guess that's so yeah it's gonna be lots of fun.
0: I think you'll be quite inspired by heading up to somewhere like gun hill and looking over uh the holcomb bay and seeing the sort of the curve of holcomb bay and you know the t- changing tides and stuff i think that probably would suit your uh romantic art- artistic side quite well yes, so uh I be, I highly <laughs> highly recommend that it's a for anybody who's not not walked up gun hill and looked at uh holcomb holcomb bay it's a it's a beautiful beautiful place and it's um and you can get to see the the full glory um, as enjoyed by Gwyneth Paltrow in uh, um mm-hmm. uh, Romeo, uh, was it Shakespeare in Love when she uh, she takes a walk along the beach. So uh, there you go. And uh, I think um, it's been in a in a video for um is it pure shores by one of the one of the girl bands. Um but um yeah, it's it's been in that been in a few things. It's mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful place. So hopefully, hopefully that will inspire you and uh, you'll be able to get some writing off the back of visiting us. So well, we're really looking forward to you performing. It'd be fantastic. Um, if anybody's interested in coming along, um, just head to deepdalemusic.co.uk. You'll find um, Iona and all our other gigs listed on there. Uh, click on the on the link, and it'll tell you about booking tickets. Tickets are £10 if you're staying with us and £12 if you are not staying with us and staying locally. Um, and um, we really look forward to you coming along. Uh, as you can hear, Ayanna's music is going to be absolutely perfect for uh, uh, for the Brick Barn and uh, Deepdale. And we're really looking forward to having you with you. And I hope the rest of the tour goes fantastically well.
1: Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Ayanna. Talk to you soon.
1: Bye. Thank you. Farm chat.
0: I'm chatting with my sister Anna. She's going to tell us about what's going on in the farm because there is a very large, growing uh, program of events happening on the farm, uh, not least Open Farm Sunday, which is next month. So, how are you doing, sis?
2: Yeah, good. Thank you. Yes, been busy I'm trying to currently submit our government forms in for our. Oh,
0: the joys of the RPA forms. Yes. Excellent. Tack- tackling
2: their government IT systems.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a different level of anybody who has to deal with HMRC or any of the other government gateways, you you know you 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 feel our pain. And um yeah, it's um f- yeah, it's a it's a different it's a different world, isn't it? Really? Yes. So there anyway, you go. The Excellent. uh
2: deadline is midnight on Monday. So by Tuesday. It's over.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's either done or it's or it's not. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Excellent. So tell us a bit more about what's what's going on on the farm. What you know, where 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 are things developing?
2: Yeah. So we've been busy developing a range of events mainly based up at our Downs Barn complex which we had funding to make a few improvements to last year from the Farming and Protected Landscapes Fund Um, but our biggest one is our Open Farm Sunday on the 11th of June so anybody staying um, you know in the area is very welcome to come. It's a free event for the whole family. Um, this is the third year that, we're running, that we've been running it. And yeah, it's, it, we're kind of learning what works, what doesn't work. So it's a very similar setup to last year. Um, we'll be open from 10 till 4. And we've kind of split it into two sessions. Although, you know, if you're just coming to do the stuff in the farmyard, then it's, it's pretty fluid, you know, which one when you come. Um, so the first session is sort of 10 till 1. And the second session is one till four, and there will be a farm walk in both of those. So the first one will depart at eleven a.m., and the second one will depart at two p.m. The farm walk is not compulsory at all, um, and we would suggest that it's kind of it's best for ages twelve plus. But if you've got a very keen walker and they're very keen to learn about the farm, then you know that's totally at your discretion. Um, But my last year -year three-year-old and five-year-old were not that keen Um, (laughs) (laughs) we got to the first gate and their dad took them back (laughs) Um, however they did love uh, climbing into the combine sitting in the tractor Um, we had Estelle um, doing some owl pellet dissection so we had we have quite a few barn owls on the farm last year we had three female owlets and three male owlets and their parents are very busy creating owl pellets in a lot of different places around the farm so the kids can well and adults too can have a go um, you know taking those apart seeing what bones and skulls and teeth and things they can find it sounds gruesome but the kid's in particular absolutely love it although yeah yeah I think a lot of the adults got quite keen and involved with it last year as well you
0: find a whole kind of like mouse's uh, skull and stuff I just think it's incredible yeah it's so cool fascinating yeah
2: um, so we're also going to have Norfolk Rivers Trust there and they'll be talking about their work and they're going to have an invertebrate tank with water from our dikes down on the marsh. So we'll be able to see what's what's in those. Hopefully we'll have a woodworking demonstration from Richard again. We're also going to have Heath Farmhouse who have a few hives up on the farm. They are going to be there with their honey stand so you can learn all about honeybees and have you know delicious Local honey to buy, and yeah, so that's those are the main things, really. So whether you're, you know, you're coming with kids or you're coming with adults, you can bring your dog as long as it's on a lead. um It's a lovely walk up round up up round the farm with amazing views over Brankster Harbour and Skolt Head Island. So hopefully the weather will be kind to us, like it was last year.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful last year, and and it uh, am I right? I Thing, it's free free event. Uh, yeah. but we you are asking people to register online um so that you've got an idea of who's coming yeah
2: just... exactly and if you look on the farm website then there is um yeah there's a whole page about open farm sunday and the other thing we are having so we're also going to have the um the lambsdells there who have been doing bird ringing on the farm for the last couple of years and they are going to do a session in the morning and um, So I think at 9 a.m. they are going to do a small session for about 10 people of bird ringing up in one of our wooded areas, Hilly Peace. Um, So I shall put that on as a separate um, session that people can book into. But if so, if you're keen to understand how bird ringing happens and find out a little bit more about birds on the farm, then that's a really good session to come to as well, which will also be free.
0: Fantastic that's brilliant so that's open farm sunday for anybody who hasn't got the date in their diary it's the 11th of june um if you're not near deepdale look out for other farms that are open because it's a big national event organized by leaf um and yeah definitely worth coming along you can visit the farm you can see areas that aren't normally open to the public Um, you can get to meet the team from the farm you can see the kit that they're doing you can learn about what's happening on the farm and it's a really interesting really interesting visit Um, great for all ages really worth coming along to and if you want any information or to book on just head to deepdalefarm.co.uk and follow the links
2: So our next event that we've got is um, our willow weaving. So last year we had the Coddy Wamplers, who came and visited the farm and did two two sessions, a morning and an afternoon, um, creating various bird feeders and bird houses. And this time there is a morning session, which is currently full, um, and then an afternoon session, making a decorative boat tray. And they were really popular and most of the tickets have sold so quickly. So just two remaining for that afternoon session. So that's on the 20th of May. And then we have got some introduction to green working sessions with richard rude so one is on the 10th of that saturday the 10th of june and the other is the 2nd of july and there are spaces available on both of those you don't have to have any previous experience
0: and that's using the pole lathe, is it that's kind of creating yeah, using the, the,
2: the draw knife and the pole lathe he'll take you through the properties of green wood he'll explain everything that you need to know and you might go home with a relatively straight. Rolling pin or a rounders <laughs> bat or or something like that. Yes, so yeah, yes. those those courses have been really popular and we've not had any for a couple of
0: months. So yeah, they are yeah. very popular. And it's great. He's such a good instructor. He's so calming and uh, um and he's so passionate about what he does. It's just fantastic, yeah. really. So we're uh, yeah, I love that that's come out, sprung out of kind of him coming along to um the Christmas market and uh and the pop-up shops, and then it sort of developed from there. So it's a really nice spin-off. Yeah. And, from tailgate market to to the farm and and develop from there it's great excellent so is there other stuff coming up that you haven't yet announced or are you working on those yes
2: so um well we've got um we are working with a new company called reveal nature and they are offering kind of alternative nature walks so we had our first test one uh just over the first may bank holiday which was a um biofluorescent night walk which was Brilliant! Um, apparently, snails and wildflowers and things look absolutely incredible in fluorescent light. So, um, yeah, David has been coming over to the farm and working out what what walks and talks and things he can do. So, there will be more dates for the biofluorescent night walk um, coming up from July onwards. And then he also has microscopic marvels, which is taking um, a magnifying glass um, and he has some that can kind of like kind of attach to your phone so that then you can take the pictures of, um, you know, what you're seeing. And you're looking at whether it's bark or, or leaves, you're just looking at them in a totally different way using the microscope he also does forest bathing sessions and aromatic adventures. So we've got a whole program with him in the pipeline. So we're just confirming dates. So please look out for those because the feedback from the first biofluorescent walk was really, really positive. Um, And we had lots of people who unfortunately weren't able to do it because he could only take a certain amount of people with the number of torches that he had. So a few disappointed people who hopefully will be able to coordinate visits to Deepdale uh, in the next few months.
0: And I've got to ask, what's forest bathing?
2: It's being out in nature. While it says it's forest bathing, it's sometimes you might be out in the open, but kind of with trees surrounding you. And it's just very peaceful and, you know, calming and it's supposed to be incredibly good for your health and well-being.
0: Okay. Well there you go. You've heard it here. So yeah, keep an eye out. All of the dates for all of the Deepdale Farm events will be on the website at deepdalefarm.co.uk. Anna and I keep adding those dates in as, as things get confirmed. And um, we include them in our newsletter that goes out from the tourism business. And also there's a, a link on the website to sign up for the, the farm uh, newsletter as well. So if you want something specific. And it was it was really fab. The other day, uh, Anna and Fiona welcomed... A whole load of local farmers like Norfolk farmers with a, a FWAG, a Norfolk FWAG walk around the farm, which was such a, a fantastic event. So what must have been 65 farmers or something? Yeah.
2: So we had 65 farmers, and it was organized by yeah, FWAG that is the farming and wildlife advisory group. And um, it was supported by Norfolk Rivers Trust. So yeah, it was a walk around the farm explaining our farming techniques now, our conversion to organic. The work that Norfolk Rivers Trust had done to to help when we had very serious flooding in 2020, and and then showing off Downs Barn, and also explaining about the invertebrate survey that we've had, which will be on the website soon. I've done a summary, might be there next week.
0: It's quite um, a big document, so we're just trying yeah. working out how to how to put it onto the website in a sensible way. Yes,
2: but if you are interested in invertebrates, then keep on a lookout on the farm website very soon because it was a, yeah really interesting survey but that again was funded by farming and protected landscapes so yeah there, it was it was a great walk and a beautiful evening although very chilly easterly wind but the tide was in sun was shining so yeah it was showing off deepdale in it's best light I think
0: pretty amazing views yeah and I, I know you put some uh, photos onto uh, the Facebook page and stuff from that didn't you so yeah yeah it's fantastic well thank you sis that's really really fantastic and we'll uh we'll have another update from you in due course but you know yeah keep an eye out for those events and yeah keep heading to deepdalefarm.co.uk and see all the events that the farm's putting on uh, some really fantastic stuff there thank you
2: no worries bye <laughs>
0: So you're listening to the Deepdale podcast. Thanks for continuing to listen. You've just heard from Iona Lane, who is playing with us at the end of May in the Brick Barn, um, her sta- own standalone gig as part of her national tour. And then the next big event in our music calendar, after what is always a slightly busy, um, busy summer, is Deepdale Festival, which is taking place from the Thursday, the 21st of September, to Sunday, the 24th of September. I am with Chris, who we all know is the uh, the real brains behind the Deepdale Festival, uh, particularly the program that uh, of incredible music. <laughs> um, and now, got a really positive relationship with um, a huge number of uh, of promoters and uh, managers who uh, see Deepdale Festival as being a fantastic place to send their artists to perform. So. Chris is going to get excited, as you know he does, about some of these amazing artists. How are you doing, sir? All right, thanks. Yeah, not too bad.
3: How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, you. I'm
0: very excited about this lineup. It's, um, yeah, it's growing exponentially, and it's um, we've got so much more to talk about than we did have in May last year. So you just always seem to get further ahead with your uh, with your programming than each year, which is great.
3: Yeah, not always. Not always. <laughs> but yeah no, i'm very very happy with the lineup for this year's festival it's uh, it's almost there now there's a few little slots left to fill but i always like to do that um, as we get a little bit closer to, like to the you like to keep me you keep me guessing
0: with the website yeah, yeah
3: a tiny bit but no i'm 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 actually i'm i'm blown away by the lineup i know i say this every year but i think this year is just the best lineup i think it's absolutely fantastic when you look at the um, the headliners that we've got um, coming up, and the artists further down the bill, we've just got some incredible musical talent um, for this festival um, coming up. Absolutely amazing, really, really amazing. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. You know, where do you want to start? Um, yeah,
0: well, why don't we? Um, what, the logical you know. thing is to start Thursday night.
3: Yeah, yeah
0: but you know I've always yeah, no, tried really. to get you to logically work yeah. your way through the programme and then you notice the name and you get very excited about that and we jump all over the place so I, I, I'm not worried I think you've got some bands you really want to chat about so you start where you feel like you'd like to start
3: D- yeah well I mean wherever we've, we've got um, yeah, Thursday I'm really really pleased that we've um, got Catherine Williams coming back to us after last year's solo visit she's bringing her band this year and th- the sound of uh, her latest album Night Drives performed um, as it should be heard with a live band is one of the things that you shouldn't miss in your life you know she is the loveliest person um, on the UK music scene let's be she honest really lovely, yeah. but um, the Night Drives album is, is, a, is a critical masterpiece it is absolutely fantastic and if you're not here for the Thursday night you're gonna wish you had been. Um, and coming along with with Catherine is um, Polly Paulsma. Who um, e- they're touring together, so it's in the middle of their um, national tour, Big Sky Tour. That they're um, working, um, sort of I think alternating a bit, sort of solo um, solo sets and, and a bit together. So Polly's going to come along and open the Thursday night, and she's a critically acclaimed UK songwriter in her own right absolutely brilliant and so really really looking forward to a Thursday night that's gonna be um, fantastic um, and and kicking us off in the way that we would like to to kick it off I think um, Friday you know the headliners if we want to go through the next few days you know we've got Morgan way back um, who hadn't been with us for a few years and they've got a brand new album out now back to zero which is amazing
0: really great and he's
3: yeah. you know it's, it's knocking on the door of the uk album chart the uk album chart so um if anyone uh, feels like helping them uh bump into that list then now's the time to get out and buy a copy or download a copy um that would be amazing and then you know below below them on the friday um, over in the orchard closing out the orchard we've got michelle Stoddart. <laughs> Um, of Magic Numbers fame with her own band um, coming along. She's uh, got some solo stuff um, that she's been doing for a little while. So she's coming along. I'm quite,
0: chuffed quite, because when, we, when you, me and yeah. Sheila went to see uh, Magic Numbers in the Arts Centre and we realised that we have normally have more people in the brick barn than they often have in the Arts Centre and I, and I said to you, oh, it's so good to get these guys to Deepdale. And you've now got Michelle coming. So that is fantastic, really <laughs> yeah, fantastic.
3: Know, I, I'm, I'm exceptionally pleased, exceptionally pleased that uh, Michelle's coming along. So that, um, you know, that, those two alone, they're just, you, know, you don't want to miss them. And then on Saturday, we've got the utterly brilliant Leisure Society, which um, I, I don't know how, I honestly don't know how we hadn't um, picked up on them until about four or five years ago. I, I have no idea. Because they were such a revelation. Um, Sheila and I were packing to move house from Norwich and we wanted a little bit of diversion on um, a night and we ummed and hard, or Sheila ummed and hard, um, about going along to the Arts Centre to see, see them. And we'd never seen them before and they just blew us away. Absolutely blew us away um, and picked up all of their stuff, <laughs> all of their musical output in one go and loved it ever since. They've got... Um, an album coming they're sort of twirling around uh, on social media at the moment about it but they've got an album coming and uh, yeah we are absolutely stoked to have them on the Saturday night so um, that will be um, fantastic (laughs) just fantastic Cutthroat Francis are coming along Um, after having to cancel last year they are rebooked in this year to uh, take out the Orchard Stage for us on the Saturday before Leisure Society so they'll be tearing that up with their Balkan rhythms and getting everyone dancing over there. Um, and, and then on the Sunday, you know, Sunday's going to be a, a delight. Um, we've got uh, India Electric Company coming to us on the Sunday to close out the festival. And they're, um, they're, they are electrifying <laughs> um, as, as, a, as a trio. They are fantastic. And they're out on tour at the moment with Midyurh and uh, having a great time in uh, the uh, the venues that he plays larger venues so that'll be uh, that'll be really exciting to have them in the Brick Barn um, and uh, yeah closing out The Orchard on the Sunday is Mishra who I know Mark um, had pushed my way our logistics director he'd pushed my way and they're Eastern influenced um, with their rhythms and their tunes so they'll be again they'll be fantastic absolutely fantastic so I think that the the, the headlining acts, I'm really, really pleased with, um, and then, and then on below them, we've just got some some brilliant musicians. We've got um, the obligatory uh, Mosley Folk Festival find um, f- for us, and um, that's Jacob and Drinkwater, who we saw a couple of years ago now at Mosley, and they were just amazing. The, the the quality of their songwriting and the duo. The vocals are just um, just incredible and brilliant instrumentation. Just lovely. You know, their album, More Notes from the Field, has been one of my top, top ten albums um, in our little annual lists. And I'm really, really pleased that they're coming. Really pleased. And we've got Georgia, Georgia Shackleton, coming back to, um, um, to showcase her set of solo Norfolk folk songs, which she's played... Um, A little taster of for us here in the Brick Barn earlier in the year. Yeah. But coming back for a full set of those, which will be great. And Bleeding Hearts, Deepdale Friends coming back. Who you played with. I did. They're bringing their own drummer this time. (laughs) I have been assured. Well, to be fair, they were supposed to be bringing their own drummer last time. Yeah, they were. (laughs) Medical medical emergencies. Um, And so, no, I've been assured they're bringing their own drummer. So um, they will sound as they're meant to sound, not as I Help them sound. So <laughs> that'll be great. Um, and then, yeah, um, we've got singer-songwriters galore, really, really quality. Chris Cleverly coming along on Saturday, Annie Dressner coming along on Saturday, really brilliant performers. Uh, and then on Sunday, in that vein, we've got Robert Vincent, who we saw supporting Catherine over uh, in Hull. Um, he's coming along with his trio. And really pleased that Amelia Coburn has now confirmed that she's coming along on Sunday. Great sort of folk, pop sensibilities, and uh, that'll be really great. Yeah. So, yeah, l- loads more beyond that, but um, I think that that's um, sort of enough to be going on with. I could carry on chatting for ages. You know, we've got um, some young, up-and-coming sort of um, song uh, song songwriters. Um, we've got India Arkin. H and V's first unsigned artist um, coming along. We've got local local chap Alex Hawkins from Norwich with his band, and that I'm really looking forward to hearing their sound. Re- heard their um, their stuff online, and really looking forward to that. Um, and then we haven't got Man of the Lifeboats this year, but we have got Aaron from Man of the Lifeboats coming along with his um, his partner Nick Good, his songwriting partner and they're gonna be playing over in the courtyard on Sunday. They're um, more traditional folk um, uh, stuff, but that'll be great. Um, And we've got Kitewing, the collaboration between the Shackleton Trio, Alden and Patterson, Christina and Alex, so um, that'll be great, Um, one not to miss. And oh, we've also got Jason, Jason Wick from Little Red Kings with his current project, um, the Feathered Thorns, which that will be really interesting. Um, That's him and his wife, is that right? Um, him and his songwriting partner. So Perfect. yeah, yeah, that will be um, that'll be lovely. And more local stuff to come. Tin Heart Troubadours back. Adam Clark with his uh, fong, uh, folk uh, song set, and uh, Joe Keeley with his band coming back. So blues rock as well. So pretty eclectic, I think. I'm really really pleased with the, how the lineup is uh, mapping out and then Alton Wahlberg
0: arranges you know in terms of local bands he arranges his um, AWM TV oh. thing on Sunday morning on the Orchard so yes, there's always yeah, some Alton's, interesting bands that come out of that yeah, Alton's some of them showcase. come back to us later on as in, artists yeah. in their own right, which yeah, is really nice they
3: well. do so yeah it's great what Alton does and uh, he'll be bringing along uh, a yeah, selection of artists on the Sunday, um, Sunday uh, over in the Orchard again um, and yeah
0: And the way he does that is basically these are artists that he thinks should be recognised, but they don't have enough songs really to do a kind of a full set often. And so what he does is he gives them an opportunity to perform... The songs that they do have as part of a sort of a smaller program, and and it works really really well. So it's uh, it's just really nice to see them finding their feet, you know, from a sort of live performance point of view. And you know, often they, not long afterwards, they're back here with kind of a much fuller program of their own music,
3: which is Mm. fab. Yeah, he he's done for a long time now a lot of great work in mentoring and helping um, artists get um, their stuff recorded produced and performed out there giving them a showcase to um, to get to a wider audience which you know is great is is great and all power to him because uh, it's everyone needs as much help as they can get on the the scene these days um it's it's not easy in the slightest coming out of um you know the pandemic and getting out there getting gigs people are not buying tickets in advance as much and um, they're not going out quite as much um, and uh, yeah all the support that uh, can be provided is is I think incredibly incredibly valuable and welcome.
0: So if you ever have um, if you haven't ever come to Deepdale Festival before then the way it works is we do uh, live music on Thursday evening um, which is Chris has mentioned is Catherine Williams and Polly um, Paulsmer uh, and then we do music all day on Friday Saturday and Sunday so um, you know it's well worth being here for all of it um, you can buy individual day tickets if you wanted to you can buy a weekend ticket um, and we do have a tiny amount of accommodation left in terms of non-electric pitches and, uh, and that kind of thing yeah. um, but if you are interested it's probably best to give us a call and ha- have a chat about what's, what's left um, telephone number 01485 Two five six. That's oh one four eight five, two one zero two five six. Or for any information on bands, tickets, anything like that, head to DeepdaleFestival.co.uk. That's DeepdaleFestival.co.uk, and you'll find information about all the bands. We add to that all the time. So there's um, bands added all the time. We try and put a bit of text about them. We put links to their social media and their websites the idea being that the longevity of uh, Deepdale Festival is that you can discover artists you can enjoy those artists and you can continue your relationship with those artists beyond just their performance um, here at Deepdale and um, you'll find all the back catalogues of of artists who've performed at previous years as well which um, people seem to really like, they can go back and say oh I'm sure I saw a band on the brick barn you know, in the brick barn on this this festival Um, and they go back and they can find them and, and then they can and, uh, um, you know gather some more information from them so it's it's a really nice way of working about uh, working with it. um yeah prices uh, to come along start at about 15 pounds per adult and um, depends on kind of which days you want to come and and uh and that sort of thing but do take a look it's not an expensive festival for the incredible artists that um that we have uh, performed and uh you know, Chris has done a, a fantastic job at pulling together the programme for this year and, you know, as he says, it's not quite finished but it's pretty pretty much there uh, and the team are really looking forward to you coming and joining us. Is there anything else you wanted to sort of mention about the festival, any other bits that you wanted to sort of join in?
3: Oh, I can talk all day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the key thing for me about it is that You know, it was born from a desire to showcase the musical talents that we have in East Anglia. That's where I've always come from with the music events that I've arranged. And it is now a mix of that together with some more well-known names um, that um, are either from East Anglia and pushing out nationally, um, you know, like Morgan Way, or who are more established artists and that you know, the way we, we look to, 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 to look after them and to promote their music, we don't take any commission on merch sales. You know, we've, we've never done that and we would never do that. Um, it's, it's the right way to be. Um, allows us, I think, to, to attract um, artists that we think people um, would like to hear over in Norfolk. And we actually just need to ask for your support. If you're in Norfolk, if you're in the local area, um, now is the time to think okay, it's about time we went up to the North Norfolk coast and supported this little festival that is completely self-funded we put it together um, and we'd love to see you You know, we, we've sold um, more than enough tickets to run it we know it'll run and uh, yeah, it's it's time to come along have a great weekend last sort of festival of the year and we'll look forward to seeing you
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, it's hugely important to recognise that you know, the great thing about the, the, the festival is that people will see someone like the Le- Leisure Society on the programme, Catherine Williams, Morgan Way, the Electric Company, and they'll go, right, we want to go and see them. But by coming to see them... They also get to see a load of other really interesting artists, and they'll get to support local artists, and you know everything from the you know toast poetry through to um, you know uh, to people like Georgia and uh, and Adam who are who are all local. So, yeah, please do please do join us. Um, I think you'll you know we can guarantee a fantastic weekend of incredible live music, and uh, we really hope you'll join us. Thank you, man.
3: You're welcome. I look forward As to ever. the the
0: the ongoing updates I need to do on the website with the various extra bands that you you add in and uh, and join. So
3: yeah, not not too many left now. There's a few um, that we haven't quite got to mention um, who are already on the program. So check them out on the website. Um, Chad Mason's lovely Sakash, our friend Nikki from over in Birmingham and her band, um, Brighter Than, our friends from over in the over in the middle of the country Um, so yeah we'll um, Brian Stone over in the in the Midlands and the trio there so yeah loads of stuff come and see us cheers cheers
1: guys